Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast. Thank you for being here. This is my review of the first episode of Star Wars The Mandalorian. Don't have to tell you that I am a huge Star Wars fan, and I like Star Trek too. I grew up with both. Uh, as, a, as a young child, I was sitting in diapers with my dad watching Star Trek originally when it was on TV. And when I was 11 years old, my parents took me to the opening night showing of Star Wars A New Hope, and that changed everything as far as this science fiction fan is concerned. When the giant star cruiser went over our heads, it really expanded my mind on what science fiction and movies could do. And throughout the years, I still love Star Wars. Not a big fan of George Lucas's prequels. I think he went more to special effects than storytelling and character development. Thought they were uh, a little dull in places, a little action-packed in other places. Um, and I've liked the new rebooted movies. I, I do like them quite a bit. But since day one, we've always wanted a live-action TV show. And we've gotten some really great animated shows over the years. Um... Matter of fact, they brought on board one of the guys that worked on the last three animated movies. Dave Filoni is, uh, was directing this very first episode. John Favreau cre created Mandalorian. He is listed as the creator and the executive producer. Kathleen Kennedy is also on it, a few others. Um, and, of course, he is the guy behind Iron Man and is big into the Marvel Universe. He is also a huge Star Wars fan and really wanted to make this. So Disney Plus debuted yesterday. Uh, some people had some technical issues. I did not. Uh, it took me a few tries to get in on my phone, but on my PlayStation 4, I got in immediately. So I checked out the service through my PlayStation 4. I'm not getting the full 4K experience. Um, I have a Vizio that's not exactly brand new, so it didn't have the Disney Plus app on it yet, but I am going to find a way to watch things in 4K. But anyway, I will do a separate review of the service once I've played with it a little more. But I am impressed with the amount of content that's on the service, the amount of uh, classic Disney movies that are on there that are hard to get, like The Black Cauldron, where has that movie been? And the fact that we're getting the original Star Wars trilogy in 4K with Dolby Atmos sound mixes and Dolby Vision HDR, and HDR 10+, Plus if you don't have Dolby Vision. But anyway, The Mandalorian basically got everything right. It was really good. And as a first step, as a pilot to get us into a series, I think it was great. Um, there are some slapstick comedic moments that will remind you of some Ewoki Jar Jar Binks type things, but they are few and far between. And considering this show is going for a massive, mass appeal audience, that's to be expected. There will be kids watching this show. And it is rated TVPG, but they did not shy away from the violence. I mean, it's not exactly on camera fully, but somebody gets cut in half. So, I mean, just like in the original Star Wars, an arm got cut off. You know, uh, limbs get cut off in PG movies in the Star Wars universe. And such is the case with Mandalorian. I thought Pedro Pascal did an amazingly good job considering he wears the helmet for the, for the whole time. I really wondered if they were going to be able to pull off a character that dresses in armor the entire time and never takes it off. And they did. Um, some of his quips were great. In other scenes, he had to play... I mean, he really had some dynamic range to a character whose face you cannot see. Really like that. There were a couple big guest stars. Werner Herzog is in it. He's a great director. He had a small role. Carl Weathers is in it. Hopefully he's in it more because he was good. And 
a lot of practical effects. Thank you, Lucasfilm, for not CGing the thing to death like George Lucas did in the later years. Um, there's a lot of practical effects. Uh, there's a point when one of those comedic scenes I was talking about, he has to ride a giant animal. It's really a giant animal. It, he's not jumping on a CG creation. It is a thing that somebody created and is in, and it's really well done. A lot of great makeup effects. Um, the special effects are extremely well done. You can go on YouTube and watch some of the behind-the-scenes thing where they actually built models and filmed this like the original Star Wars films. They, they tried to recreate that technology as best they could. Overall, it feels like a TV show. It looks like a movie, but the pilot episode felt like a pilot episode. It had a really great ending that makes you want to know more. It opens up some mythology for the Mandalorians and some other folks that really makes you want to know more. I consider this a good pilot, a good first step. It is not the best TV show of the year. It is not the best TV show I've ever seen, but it is freaking Star Wars. Down to every single detail in the show, it is Star Wars. Uh, I want to go back and rewatch it just to catch all the little things in the background that connect to the universe and the movies and... and Everything has a lived-in feel to it. It doesn't feel like CG creations. It doesn't feel like they whipped this thing up for a TV show. This looks, feels, sounds like Star Wars. We didn't have the John Williams music, and I understand. Um, I did like the new little Star Wars logo intro thing they did at the beginning that I guess is going to be at the front of all the new Star Wars content. I thought that was pretty well done. Um, and... Again, The Mandalorian feels like a great first step, like they're headed in the right direction. A lot of reviews are giving it 8 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10. You know, it's not quite perfect yet, but it's a great start, and I would totally agree with that. I, I really enjoyed it. It's fairly short. It's like 43, 44 minutes. It's, it's not very long at all. Um, but I'm looking forward to the next episode, and that comes Friday. Uh, Disney Plus is not binging these things out. It's not releasing all the episodes at once. You're going to get weekly content. I think that's a pretty good idea. It's been working for HBO for a while. Um, and I really enjoyed it. As a, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, as someone who saw the first movie in the theater, I got to say, this felt like Star Wars. It felt like a corner of the universe we haven't explored yet, but still took place in the same universe. From the land speeders, to the characters, to the makeup effects, to the practical effects. Um, no Jedi, no lightsabers yet, no force powers or anything like that. It was gritty, it was down to earth, and still something the whole family could watch. So if you feel like subscribing to Disney+, Plus, there is a lot of content on there. Just about all the Star Wars movies are on there in 4K, except for Solo and The Last Jedi, which the Netflix still has the rights to, at least for a few more months. Um, there's a lot of Disney. There is a lot of Pixar. There is... I can't wait for all the Marvel stuff. I mean, Marvel X-Men, the animated show, is, is on there. There is some really great content on Disney+, and that is only going to grow because, you know, they folded in 20th Century Fox, so they're getting all that stuff in there as well, like the X-Men. But anyway, The Mandalorian, should you watch it? If you're a Star Wars fan, yeah. Is it worth $6.99 a month? Well, that's up to you. But you, like I said, you're also getting all the original Star Wars trilogy in 4K, which I'll do a separate review for that as well. Wow. You know, they are the special editions. It's not the original versions. And 
well, I'll, I'll do a separate review for those. But anyway, that, that's what you're getting with the Disney Plus service. A lot of Disney, a lot of Star Wars, a lot of Marvel, National Geographic, Pixar. It, it seems to be worth it for me. And I'm someone who also has Amazon and Netflix. I'm not a Hulu guy. I was never a CBS All Access guy. Uh, the DC thing, no. But this is competing for my time with Amazon and Netflix. And... I'm interested to see how Disney Plus adds to what they have, and I'm very much excited to see more from The Mandalorian. Star Wars fans, check it out. You will enjoy it. It was well made, and definitely a great first step into a live-action television universe for Star Wars. I'm excited. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Uh, my website is therockfile.com. You can subscribe to these podcasts there. You can do it in your iPhone podcast app. You can do it on Google Play, in iTunes, on Spotify. Please subscribe. Share if you love them. Click like if you like them. All that good stuff that we do on social media to help support these new things. Like I said, we passed 1,000 downloads this week, and we shot past it, actually. We're almost to 1,100 already. Um, so thank you very much for your support, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.